Hello and welcome to the Use Because podcast. Deeper learning from the best business minds to have ever put pen to paper. Imagine you're in the forest cutting down a tree with a saw and you've been at it for five hours, but you're only halfway through and your energy levels are starting to drop completely. And somebody walks up to you and says, why don't you take a break for a few minutes and sharpen the saw? It'll cut a lot more efficiently. And you look at them and you say, I don't have time to sharpen the saw. I'm too busy cutting down the tree. This is the seventh habit of Stephen Covey's Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. He talks about taking time to sharpen the saw. Obviously, nothing to do with cutting down trees. It's, a, it's an analogy or a metaphor. The whole idea is to take time for you, to, to work on who you are. And what he does in the book is he talks about four different dimensions. He talks about your physical dimension, that's exercise, nutrition, and stress management. He talks about your social or your emotional, so your empathy, your synergy, your intrinsic security. He talks about the spiritual. Now, in the book, he talks about the spiritual. For him, he was a very religious person, but that doesn't necessarily mean that that's what spiritual means to you. Spiritual really, to me personally, it means to be to be in the moment, to really take time to have gratitude for what you do have, not all the things that you're trying to get or all the things that you would like to be. It's to take time to be in the moment, to meditate, to value what you already have. And the last thing then, the last dimension he talks about is the mental dimension. So that's visualizing, planning, learning, reading, writing, doing whatever it is that you need to do to improve your mental well-being or your, your, your mental tool, if you like. So let's talk about them in just a little bit more detail. Firstly, the physical. That's, it's, there's three main headings that you need to think about when it comes to your, to your physical health. Food, sleep, exercise. The type of food that you eat becomes you. Rubbish in, rubbish out. Everyone's heard that before. If you eat nothing but junk food and fast food and, and things in, in lots of packaging, chances are it's rubbish in, rubbish out. One thing I, I'm a big proponent of as well, and it's a, it's a, it's a big deal at the moment, is, is intermittent fasting. I actually enjoy being hungry as much as I enjoy eating good food. Uh, when I'm hungry, I actually just feel a sense of clarity in my mind that's just unparalleled. It's, it's ridiculous how, how clear-headed I am uh, when I've fasted for, for even 16 hours at a time. I generally do one 24-hour fast a week, um, and the rest of the time I'm doing the whole uh, intermittent fasting thing with... Uh, I eat in an eight-hour window, and then I don't eat for 16 hours, and it's uh, it's incredible. And then when I do eat, you're much more conscious of what you're actually eating as well. So in the book, he talks a little bit about the, the type of foods that you should eat. There's nothing too, too mind-blowing in it, you know. One of the ways I always heard it explained before is that if, if a caveman could eat it, then you can eat it, right? If there's more than three ingredients in something then probably stay away from it when you go shopping stay away from the center aisles the center aisles are where all the junk food is so fruit vegetables that kind of thing that's what you need to be eating nothing too obvious in there or nothing too i should say nothing too uh, mind-blowing in there next thing then is sleep there's a great book that uh, a guy called matthew walker wrote called uh, i think it's called why we need sleep or why do we sleep it's an incredible book about how much sleep you need but one of the key things he talks about in that book and i'm kind of getting away from the, the seven habits of highly effective people here but one of the things he talks about in that book is that a lot of the time people will focus on trying to wake up at the same time every day but the key or the trick according to matthew walker 
is to go to sleep at the same time every evening. And that'll, you'll naturally fall into those circadian rhythms. And if you don't know what a circadian rhythm is, it's essentially, I would think of it this way, that you, prob- you go through probably five or six uh, sleep cycles in a, in, a, in a night. If you miss two or three of those, it means your, your brain, your, your computer, if you like, hasn't rebooted properly. And that's why you generally feel tired the next day. It's like if you went out on a mad night out and stayed out till one o'clock in the morning, or two o'clock or three o'clock, whatever it is, but you still sleep in late the next day, you still don't feel refreshed. It's because you missed out on those circadian sleep cycles. So you need about five or six of those sleep cycles in a a night. And generally they happen between 10 p.m. and 6 a.m. That's generally when it happens. It's different for everyone, but that's generally the way it would have been back when we were cavemen because when it got dark, we went into our cave, went to sleep at six o'clock, went up and go hunting for dinosaurs, (laughs) whatever we went after when we were cavemen. I know dinosaurs weren't around then, by the way. Um, so, uh, yeah, sleep is hugely important, right? But it, but focus on the time that you go to bed at, not necessarily the time that you wake up at. To give an idea of what a circadian rhythm is, just to explain that in a bit more detail, and it goes into a little bit in the book as well. A circadian rhythm is, you know, when you wake up in the middle of the night, um, you kind of turn over in the bed or maybe you take a drink of water or check the time or do whatever and you fall straight back asleep that's you coming up out of one of those cycles and dropping straight back into the next one that's what you want you want you don't always necessarily wake up and that happens but that's what you're looking for that's what their circadian rhythm actually is is, is you want that to happen five or six times in a night so you got your food your sleep and your exercise exercise again is fairly straightforward you should be sweating for 30 minutes four or five times a week it's, uh, it's not a lot. And what that does, it just helps you to burn calories and helps you to uh, clear your mind. Supposedly, I don't know how true this is, I should probably research this before I say, but supposedly there are glands in your body that only get cleared, that only clear uh, all the stuff out of your body with physical movement. So if that's true, then that's you know what part of why you need exercise as well. So that's the physical food, sleep and exercise. Next one then is spirituality. And obviously, like I said, this means something different to everyone. It's something that's deep inside you and it's generally quite private and it's where your values stem from, the things that you find valuable in life. It's where it comes from. Now, in the book, Stephen Covey talks about he he renews his spirituality through daily prayerful meditation and reading scripture. It's not for me, it's not for everybody, but do whatever you need to do to ground yourself to, to I suppose, be grateful that you are alive. Some people it's just listen to music. Some people it's, I don't know, making a huge big Lego set. <laughs> I don't know, meditation, going out into nature. Whatever it is for you, it's important that you know what it is or to find what it is and to engage in these activities as it just helps you renew your that, that sense of, of being grateful for being alive, I suppose. The next one that he talks about is your, your mental well-being or to sharpen the saw when it comes to uh, your mental well-being. Generally speaking, it comes from formal education, like school and college. But as you get older, we tend to become concerned with only learning new information that relates to our jobs. And that means that your mental development becomes stagnated. So what Stephen Covey recommends, and I would definitely back this up as well, is learn from everywhere. Learn from things outside your field of expertise. And if anyone ever listens to the Joe Rogan uh, podcast, he talks all about finding joy in struggle, in attempting something that he's naturally not that good at naturally bad at so for him if you know who joe rogan is he's a big martial artist and he is a stand-up comedian and he has one of the biggest podcasts in the world 
but he also practices things that he's no good at or that he's not particularly good at because he finds that that struggle that that sense of learning helps him in other areas of his life it helps you stay humble it helps you to to spot opportunities maybe in your job where there are times for you to uh, to learn or to realize actually I don't know that as well as I thought I did so and again it's not it's I, I would say it's not hugely understood how how one thing transfers to another but I know from my from my own jobs I've worked in previously that I'll have read something in a book somewhere or learned something completely nothing to do with my job and then used those ideas in the day job like it's a transferable kind of not necessarily a skill but it's a trans it's a transferable idea or something that you that is totally unrelated kind of gives you a little spark for something that you could do in in another part of your life the next one then he talks about is the social and emotional um, well-being and really what that comes down to is meaningful meaningful connections with other people the two are paired together because the emotional life tends to be wrapped up in the relationships that we have with others. And what's interesting about this one is that you don't actually need to schedule time for it. Unlike the other three things we talked about, it happens naturally because we're generally interacting with people in our daily, daily lives. But here's an idea. If you wanted to work on this, and it's something that uh, takes balls, I suppose. It takes, it, it takes uh, a little bit of cojones to do it. Start 10 conversations with strangers. So pick one 24-hour period where you're going to start 10 conversations with 10 strangers. So not necessarily uh, in-depth conversations, but if you're standing at a bus stop, say something about the weather. Push yourself outside your comfort zone. And I find these kinds of things, I've done that loads and loads of times, and you wouldn't believe the conversations that you find yourself in. Or talk to somebody who you wouldn't necessarily always talk to. Or if you find yourself in a business meeting, do something that you wouldn't necessarily always do. Be genuinely interested in other people. And one of the other habits that we talked about previously is to seek to understand before being understood. If you genuinely practice that, that helps your social and emotional well-being. And what Stephen Covey says in the book in The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, he says that when we're interacting with others, we should strive to look for solutions that are mutually beneficial, listen empathetically, and cooperate with the other person to find a third solution that is better than anything we could have come up with on our own. And that's kind of the key thing with that, that social interaction, understanding that your relationships with other people really do matter. So that's the, the seventh habit of highly effective people is to sharpen the saw, to take the time to think about what you're putting out into the world and who you are as a person, both from a physical point of view. Are you getting enough food, sleep and exercise, the right type of food, the right type of sleep and the right type of exercise? Are you grounding yourself in some way, whether it's going into nature, whether it's just taking time out to process during the day? Um, go out into nature how are you actually getting that spiritual groundedness he talks about your mental well-being he talks about reading and, and learning from outside of your your normal realm of of uh, expertise and using that in your day job or using that just in your day-to-day -day life and the last thing in a social and emotional well-being to make sure that you are I suppose thinking about your interactions with other people and being conscious of your interactions with other people. One little thing I like to do is to start conversations with strangers whenever you just feel the mood coming on that, you know, I'm going to start a conversation with somebody for no reason, just to just to be social. So that's it. Um, follow us on Instagram for uh, book recommendations. We've got loads of book recommendations up there at the moment. And 
it just fi find us at use because on Instagram and give us your book recommendations as well. Follow us on Twitter at use because as well. And have a look on our website at usebecause.com for courses that we have available and courses that are coming up soon as well. So until next time, thanks very much and we shall talk to you all again soon.